0: Dogs. Do it for the dogs. Do it for the dogs. I do it for the dogs. Who you do it for? 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 I do it for the dogs. I do it for my dogs. This is Cheeto Chibuye, and welcome back to another episode of Dogs Off the Leash. So we are already halfway through the month of March. And for this podcast, that means that we are in the offseason. Not just in college football, but MLB is in the offseason and has finally agreed to end the lockout. So the owners and the Players Association have finally come to a deal. The NFL is also in the offseason. But today, I believe, starts the mark of the new league year which means free agency is at its peak and is about to absolutely get crazy. So what I wanna start with before we hop into UGA football is um, Atlanta, Atlanta in general. So the Braves are World Series champions and have just recently signed Matt Olson from the Oakland A's. So I've talked to a few of my diehard Braves fans. I think it's pretty safe to say that nobody wanted to lose Freddie Freeman. Freddie, Freddie Freeman has been the closest thing to Chipper Jones for this franchise of any player that we have. Now, I won't say that Freddie Freeman is the best player. I think Acuna is the most talented and going to be the most talented. But Freddie is no doubt the most important as far as his leadership, the the clutch factor. Um, he's kind of like the senior. He, he leads... He he teaches the young guys, even the talented young guys, like how this is going to go. So he has been, I'm, I mean, just great for the Atlanta franchise. I don't, we definitely don't win the World Series without him, especially with Acuna out. But let's give some props to Alex Anthopoulos. I think that's how you say his name. To me, this guy, the moves he's making right now, and he's not even done. Executive of the year to go and get Matt Olson, twenty-seven years old, from Atlanta, two-time. Golden Glove winner. He's coming off career highs as far as uh, batting, uh, home runs. I think uh, on uh, on base batting percentage, like his numbers are off the charts right now. To to understand that in this game, if you're if you're standing pat, you're not getting better because other teams around you are getting better. Uh, I think we have to give him a lot of credit. Cheaper deal. Again, everybody wanted Freddie Freeman, but to put another first first baseman who is going to be amazing for this franchise and lock him in what eight years almost 170 million hats off those are the moves that i think a lot of of these atlanta franchises need to get in the habit of making my biggest pet peeve with a lot of these atlanta franchises is the front office if i'm being 100 honest which takes me right over to the atlanta falcons say what you will everybody's got their own opinion Ridley, the gambling thing, like that's whatever. That's his own personal thing. I feel like Matt Ryan's he's hit his peak. That Super Bowl opportunity that we had, that was that was the peak. And a lot of people want to argue that Matt Ryan should be a Hall of Famer or whatever, whatever. To me, I think Shanahan had just a bit had a huge hand in that MVP season as anything. Matt Ryan wasn't as good before and hasn't been that good since. Now the roster around him, sure, you can make the argument, but I think it's time that Atlanta thinks about moving on from Matt Ryan I know the numbers and stuff like that make make things a little bit more difficult it's more complicated than just get out of here we want somebody else but Deshaun Watson I believe is meeting with the Falcons today along with a host of other teams so Atlanta has an opportunity to turn the page and with this quarterback shuffle Deshaun Watson's also meeting with Carolina the Saints um, there's some question about Baker Mayfield and what Cleveland Browns going to do. So everybody's kind of waiting for this Deshaun Watson thing to drop. Uh, the Colts are also looking for a quarterback. Um, <laughs> I've really been into the Indianapolis Colts here lately, and uh, <laughs> for for good reason. But you know, I've, I've taken a bit of interest in the team, and I think I think they're another team that really needs to be careful. Like you can have a good roster around in the NFL, but if you don't have a quarterback you're going to struggle. Now, don't get it twisted. Carson Carson Wentz was atrocious last year when they needed him to get into the playoffs, to lose to Jacksonville at Jacksonville in that fashion. When you've got Jonathan Taylor, who is setting the league on fire as a running back, which you, you're not going to get that every year, even in fantasy. If you had Jonathan Taylor this year, you crushed it. Don't count on him doing it again next year. That's kind of how these things go. I mean, you can take a look at every, you know, AP had his year. Um, the running back that played for the Steelers a couple years back, he, he crushed it. You know, um McCaffrey had his season. Derek Henry, like usually you don't get two back-to-back years like that. Ezekiel Elliott. Like, we ain't even talking about Ezekiel Elliott. So you, you gotta be careful. Um, a lot of a lot of quarterback shuffling still going on. Jimmy G, Derek Carr. So we'll see how this thing shakes out. I just want Atlanta to go. Okay, I'm not an Atlanta fan, admittedly. Like, my parents are immigrants, so, like, I didn't grow up with that loyalty, right? The Braves I've loved since I was little, went to UGA. Like, that's a whole different thing. The Falcons, for me, just, I want to support them, but, like, I'm not spending money on a bad franchise. If Deshaun Watson goes or comes home to Atlanta, I'm going to buy a ticket this season, at least one or two, 100%, and and I can get, I can see myself wearing a Deshaun Watson jersey just because he is talented and they can start to build. He's young but everybody has their opinion about that. But the most important thing, the reason we have this podcast is for UGA. UGA had their first spring practice uh, yesterday. And uh, listen, listening to Kirby's comments uh, on his opening day presser, Cur- Kirby, Kirby really is building something special. He is the king uh, of messaging and really talking to these uh, kids. And I think the fact that he played here at UGA just gives him... Just gives him an insight, gives him a perspective that not a lot of other coaches can give. Like, they just can't do it. They may be good teachers, but they just can't do it. And starting with the fact that Kirby recognizes, and if you play football or you know somebody who, you know, played football at any level, spring practice is the time where you are teaching. You are teaching these players how to play. It's it's not about the depth chart at this point. At this moment, you are learning how to play your position. You are learning what your position coaches coaches wants. You're going through the basics. You're doing bag drills. You are—they've um, already been through their conditioning, but you're you're putting it on the field. You are building building your team. Figure out what's what it's going to look like. What your identity is going to be. And I think this year, it's safe to say that our identity is going to be on the offense. Offense should lead the way with Stetson Bennett coming back another year under Todd Munkin. Our offensive line. Is is legit. We are losing some pieces, but we've been deep there for a while, and it's that is not going to stop our our tight ends and wide receivers. Um definitely gonna be good there. And I know people are always, oh, what are we gonna do at running back? Listen, it's gonna be the Kenny and Kendall show next year. Kendall Milton and Kenny McIntosh are good running backs. All of our running backs, even De- dejean DeJon, DeJon Edwards, the third string running back. We're good. Don't even trip on that. Offense is going to be explosive. Uh, Some of the things that they're going to be talking about, obviously, is going to be the quarterback position and who's going to be number two. So you expect number two in the depth chart to have uh, the front-running position on the future at quarterback for UGA. And honestly, it's Brock Vandergriff and Carson Beck. I don't want to say what I want one way or the other, but I I want Brock Vandergriff to stay here and finish his career here. And definitely Gunnar Stockton. I think those two really give us that element of, you know, using your legs similar to what Stetson can do. And then their arms are are bigger. Nothing against Stetson. I've I've told you guys how I feel about Stetson on this podcast at nausea. But I think the other quarterbacks on this roster are more talented. Now, can they do what Stetson did numbers wise? Maybe. Winning a Natty, Pfft. go ahead and let Stetson run it back. I'm not even I'm not even upset. But uh spring practice. Yesterday was the first of 15 practices. Um, and Kirby's mindset again. We're, this is really hard for the media and fans to grasp, right? We've won a national title. You don't, I think that's probably the best point I've heard Kirby make, especially after a championship season. You don't defend a national championship, so to speak. You know, in pro sports, we say, you know, the defending champions, NBA, you know, Golden State Warriors, or any year that LeBron won, you know, you're defending your title. But, in college, it's a different roster. You're 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 losing guys every year. To now with the transfer portal, it's almost like free agency. But then you also have graduation. So this team is brand new, and it's important to send the message that we're not trying to defend last year's title. We want another one. We didn't win the SEC championship last year. We won an SEC championship this year. We're going to have to go out and earn. And, and that's and I think that's the thing like people don't really realize about Alabama. It's hard to. Stay at the top, and then to keep, you know, moving forward after you've achieved the top goal, right? It's easy to get complacent. Well, we've already won, and now we're only returning a few players from that national championship team, and Stetson and Nolan and uh, Robert Bill and some others. But there's some guys on this team that are talented and they're hungry. So I think that messaging is really important, and Kirby is um is the best at doing that. With especially again, young players filling in and stepping up. Just expect that to be um be a talking point for a long time this season, probably even going into fall. But yeah, spring practice is about teaching. Now summertime, that's when you're looking a little bit more as far as football goes about toughness and competition and taking everything that you've learned and now doing it at a high level consistent, consistently. And then in the fall when you're playing games, you know, now, now you got to execute. That's, that's how football works. Teaching, show me that you're tough enough to handle the summer because summer workouts are hell summer workouts are hell at every level two a days it's really a strain on your mind and your body and then the falls when you put it on tape right now this spring we're going to be without a lot of uh, players a lot of players that we're looking for especially at the tight end position uh brock bowers most people know by now he's having shoulder surgery uh darnell washington is out with a lower leg injury um and then some other people who are coming off injuries last year some of them are going to miss spring some of them are going to be participating the good news is I think this is actually going to benefit our depth because a lot of the players that are out for spring will be back for fall and should be ready to go come the start of the season. And when you have these type of injuries at this time, it will be good for depth later. They'll struggle doing some things in spring as far as depth, but it'll be good for depth later because your number twos and your number threes and even on down the list will have good experience. So if injuries happen during the season, AKA Alabama complaining about their wide receivers being out. You will have freshmen ready to step up and make plays. A la A.D. Mitchell. That's the game. There's no one has ever won a championship and not gotten lucky with injuries, or their opponent had injuries, or season ending this and that. Everybody's got injuries. Can you develop down the roster for when that happens? That's what that's what this time is for. And then also we have 19 mid year enrollees. And again, that'll give them an opportunity with some of the projected starters out to fill that void and to get some meaningful reps now, whether you start or not, take it seriously and get in there now. And that's the, that's the type, that's what Kirby expects. And that's what's going to happen. Kirby, Kirby has turned UGA into a machine. So don't expect any fall off whatsoever. Now there's going to be a bunch of articles and a bunch of news about the positions to watch. And we already talked about the quarterback position. Honestly, the offensive side of the ball, I'm not really concerned. I want to see who starts and see the depth chart, but I'm not concerned with offense. We should be putting up 35 to 40 points per game easy. No question. The defense, as you've seen with the NFL combine, you'll see with the draft, we lost a lot of talent. But a lot of that talent stayed longer than they could have. Some would argue even should have. So we have a lot of young players, especially with this most recent recruiting class, that are going to be studs and household names um, immediately. My position that I'm watching, though, hands down, is inside linebackers. Now, on UGA's defense, that is the money and the MAC position. So we have our outside linebackers. We we got lucky to get Nolan back and then Beal back on the outside. So we're good on the outside and defensive ends. We have uh, some returners, some incoming talent, and then some other people that haven't been that have had playing time, but aren't like the the face of the position, right? So inside linebackers. Now I say concern just because it's hard to replace players like N'Kobe Dean. Those are generational players. Roquan Smith, right? And when Roquan Smith is like, how are we ever going to replace Roquan? Boom. Here we go. We got we got N'Kobe Dean shortly after. And I think what gives me confidence in that position is Glenn Schumann. Glenn Schumann is, it's not going to be long before, you know, we're going through a Glenn Schumann saga, kind of like who, how we did with Dan Lanning. Young, upcoming coach, super talented. He is going to get his opportunity. Kirby Kirby gave glowing reviews about him, always does, but definitely at the start of uh, his spring practice presser. And what he said is Schumann, the thing that makes him so great is he recruits well, he recruits these guys, IDs, identify identifies good talent, teaches them, and molds them. So he he's finding these great players, uh, whether w- regardless of their ranking or whatever. He he sees what he's looking for, teaches them the game and the position, aka spring. This is this is where the teachers thrive of the game of football. Good teachers thrive here, and then he molds them into Roquan's, Nakobe Dean's. I mean, all SEC Buckus Award winners. This dude is dude. Kirby's Kirby's a good teacher of football at the linebacker. The defensive position, himself, Schumann is making a case to be just as good. That is that is crazy if you think about the types of players that Kirby has helped get to the NFL, and I'm talking first round picks on defense. Nuts, but some of the some of the players that we need to watch out for at the inside linebacker position in spring and fall, uh, Smell Munden, who I believe is one of the players who is probably going to be out for most of the spring with an injury or, or surgery. Um, Ryan Davis, and Trez Marshall. Both of those guys have been around for a while. Um, you haven't heard a lot about them, but they they are supposed to be the next guys to really step in. So if they can be healthy, I think they can be big contributors on this defense. And then the guy, the name to look for right now. I'm going to tell you ahead of time. He's getting a lot of reviews, and I, and I think it's warranted, but we'll have to see. Jamon Dumas Johnson. JDJ. I don't know what his nickname is going to be, but Nobody's trying to say that full name every single time he makes a plays because the kid makes lots of plays. So let's say Jamon DJ, JDJ. We'll see how it ends up. This this guy has, in his few opportunities, kind of like um, J, uh, Jalen Carter on the defensive line, in his few opportunities, he has made plays. So now that he's going to have more opportunities to do so, his numbers should be pretty beastly. More opportunities means more more chances to make plays which means more stats so so we'll see how it goes but just remember Dumas Johnson I think he's going to be a good player especially uh when we ne- we need people in the inside linebacker position to step up uh we already talked about the offense I'm good with the QB with the running backs offensive line already having some transfers at the offensive line position that's how talented we are uh pass catchers um we have a Gilbert back we mentioned that in the last podcast but a Gilbert Dominique Blaylock A.D. Mitchell, Arian Smith. Dude, and I mean, we're good. We're good. We got Kiaris Jackson coming back. Lad McConkie. We are good at the wide receiver position. People that have been here know this offense, dude. We are not going to fall off at all. And then we talked about running backs. Uh, we are good. Hopping over to the defense. The secondary should be more of a strength for us this year. Tyke Smith is coming back. Chris Smith is coming back. Keely Ringo, one of the heroes of the national championship game. Uh, and then we have so many incoming freshmen, five stars. Some of them are there now. Some of them won't be there till summer, but expect Kirby and Muschamp to identify uh, strong players at the star, at the opposite corner, and just to keep this thing going. Shouldn't shouldn't be that difficult. D-line, same thing. A lot of names we haven't heard, but there's a lot of depth. A lot of people waiting on their time. So I expect them to hop right in and, and the best players to win. And it's you're not going to get a whole lot of Jordan Davis-type production but Devontae Wyatt was there for four plus years. It took him time, but he became a significant contributor on, on a NFL, on a NCAA college championship football team, right? And um, Jalen Carter is going to fill that void. Javon uh, Walker, we we have that type caliber players. Michael Williams is going to be huge. Uh, CJ Madden, we've got Marvin Jones going to be an absolute monster. So so we're good. But it's nice to see that we've turned the page and see if we can keep people want to talk dynasties. It's hard to do. Alabama does, but I think UGA is in a good position and we're in the right direction and we've got the talent. So it's just, you can't jump. You can't skip the process starts with spring. Then it'll go to fall and then we'll see, we'll see where we're at. Right. Step-by-step. And if you've been watching, you know, some of the facility upgrades that we've had at UGA Kirby, Kirby is giving these kids like, An all world experience as far as as far as college football players from the conditioning to the nutrition to now we're seeing the university of georgia take over nfl combines and again that'll follow right with the draft kirby's got this unique perspective he knows what players need he he lets them he lets them grow up you know he lets them grow up he lets them make mistakes he understands the pressure that comes with being uh a five-star recruit at a sec school at a national championship program you know whether it's going out on the weekends you know i mean just let's just be honest like alcohol drugs like these girls bro there's always look at what adam anderson's going through whether he did it or not not condoning none of that right but the fact is like this stuff is going to happen and even though i love mark rick i think mark rick was like his perspective, the way he saw it was different. He was a great leader of men, but, like, I think Kirby understands, like, dude, it's going to happen. How can we best protect our kids and not destroy their future? And, you know, when they mess up because they're going to mess up. So I think recruits and players are, are better for it. They're better players for it. And they're better professionals when they get there. So hats off to Kirby. Uh, and then just another thing. UJ uh, basketball is taking a step in the right direction. Tom Crean was supposed to be – he's hes a great coach. He's, he's put players in the league but just couldn't do it with this roster. I don't, I don't know if he had the resources when he got here, but I, I like how Josh Brooks is approaching this. Georgia has all the resources to be good at every sport that we're in. So this move to Mike White coming from Florida, a coach who has a good record, who has taken teams. Um, now it is Florida. They're a little bit of a different echelon than us in basketball, but has gone to uh the NCAA tournament. Uh never finished, I don't think, under 500 SEC done well in SEC play. And I think that's what the first step that Georgia basketball needs to um those need to be some thresholds that we need to break. We need to try to make the NCAA tournament. That's exposure. They they're gonna put heavy emphasis on recruiting the state of Georgia, which is I mean we have athletes here. You can't tell me that we don't have some ballers in Atlanta. I mean even North Georgia now like Georgia Georgia is a hub there's no excuse so interesting interested to see what Mike White does with UGA basketball but um really as far as Georgia sports go it is the offseason but Georgia sports is really holding it down Atlanta United making some progress um and we'll see what the Falcons we'll see what the Falcons do so just want to give you guys an update it is the offseason but you know it never stops out here instead of Georgia so I hope you guys have a great week enjoy your St. Patrick's Day if you're doing that uh have a good weekend and as always guys You know what it is. Off the leash. I do it for the dogs. Do it for the dogs. Do it for the dogs. dogs. I I do it for the dogs.